you would turn in your Bibles to 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verses 16 to 18, you'll find our text for this evening. And I'd ask you to stand as we read the word together. It's short, I promise. Rejoice always. Pray continually. Give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. Let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, I pray that you would hide me behind your cross. Let the words I speak be your heart, articulated to your people, so that we may all grow in Christ. In your name we pray. Amen. You may be seated. I, uh, I am privileged to speak to you today. It's mainly because Pastor Ramirez was way too busy to put together a sermon. He's been uh, juggling all of his congregations, and then in addition, he's also going to school. And I think that he does a pretty good job of holding all those balls in the air, but maybe this was just one too many. And so because of that, I get the privilege of being the one who brings the word to you tonight. And it is a privilege. It is always a privilege to be the one who speaks God's word to you. I was starting to think about what I would bring to you tonight, and I had to think about the idea that I love Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving is one of my favorite holidays, and it's primarily because it is the launch of all things Christmas, which is absolutely my favorite holiday. Uh, My daughter has a rule in our house that Christmas music is verboten, until after Thanksgiving. So really, Thanksgiving is the, the, uh, the moment where I can start to really have the celebration happen because I can start playing Christmas music. As soon as that Thanksgiving dinner is over, I flip on the Christmas music. In any case, it is because Thanksgiving is important that my daughter sort of is opposed to starting the Christmas music too soon. I think that we forget sometimes that the thankfulness that is characterized by Thanksgiving is a big deal. It's kind of a funny thing that in a nation that has historically not been very religious over the long haul, yeah, we can say debate whether or not it's a Christian nation or not, but in the general realm of things, Most people aren't sitting in these pews tonight. Most people aren't going to church on a regular basis. They may even claim to be Christ followers, and they are not necessarily spending any of their time doing the things that Christ followers do. Except, one day out of the year, oddly enough, Just before we celebrate the incarnation of the Christ, the one who came to us, everyone takes the day off of work. Well, most people nowadays take the day off of work. 
They gather all of their people together. They sit down at a table. And even if it's only a sentence said by those around that table, they spend their time being thankful. They might say, I'm thankful for the great job I have. Or they might say, I'm thankful for my family that's gathered. But they say words that indicate thankfulness. They may not even know who they are being thankful to. But they are being thankful. And one of the really compelling things about that is that in this text, we see that when we give thanks in all circumstances... Paul tells us that that is God's will for us in Christ. Paul is giving some instruction here to a church in Thessalonia that has had some problems. Not great big problems. They're really actually a church that he was really worried about. You see, Paul went to them, and for three weeks he was able to preach in the synagogue, and he came to them and gave them the word, and many people became Christ followers. But what happened is, he got chased out of town by some people who were jealous. It's, it's really kind of an interesting story. One of the things that I love about Scripture is all the ways in which it kind of ties back together. If you read in Acts the story of how Paul comes to Thessalonica, and you read about the fact that he comes in, he spends three weeks there, then people get jealous, and they chase him out of town, and you read that, and then you flip over a few pages later, and you read this letter that Paul writes when he's in Corinth, back to the church in Thessalonica, you get a fuller picture of what it looked like for Paul to be at work as a missionary. He had a lot of concerns about them. He sent Timothy back to them after he got chased away. Timothy went, he talked to them, he got a good report. He comes back to Paul. He says, they're doing good. They have some things that are maybe a little sketch, but they're doing okay. And so Paul says, great. And he sits down and he writes them a letter. And he tells them, all right, I'm I'm so excited to hear you guys are doing awesome. That's good. Here's the things I want you to keep on doing. And he gives them some general instructions about behavior. But then he gets almost to the end and he's telling them, he's been telling them that they need to be sanctified, that they need to follow Jesus, that they need to be really growing in what they're doing. And he gets to the end and he says this one sentence. We've divided it in our scripture, so it's actually three verses, but really it's one sentence. Rejoice always, pray continually, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. It's a pretty simple set of instructions. These are people who have not been discipled by uh, big, famous preachers. They've had a few minutes with Timothy. They haven't spent a lot of time learning under heavy-duty theologians. 
They don't know a lot of things, but they know how to rejoice. They know how to pray, and they know how to give thanks. And Paul tells them, this is what you have to do to follow God's will. These three things. Guess what? Paul's not just talking to the church in Thessalonica. He's talking to us too. And he's telling us, here's the thing. You can have a list of rules. That's fine. Live by your rules. Do whatever it is that makes you feel like you're close to God. But I'm going to tell you, here are the three things you need to do that are God's will for you. Rejoice always. Pray continually. Give thanks. Rejoice. That's what we just did. How great is our God? That's rejoicing. Pray continually. It's not as hard as you might think. They say even atheists pray in foxholes. It's a lot easier to pray than you might suspect because really you only need to know one or two things to pray. Jesus, help me. That's good. That's a prayer. Trust me, God answers that prayer. And then, give thanks in all circumstances. This is not hard. Yes, it is. It's terribly hard. It's nearly impossible. Can you imagine? I think about the people in California who, over the course of the last two weeks, have perhaps lost everything they own have been chased from their homes, have perhaps lost family members. And as they sit down to a Thanksgiving dinner in a foreign place, not their own home, maybe a shelter, I can almost guarantee you that almost all of them will have something that they can be thankful for. Now, I would suggest to you that we're not all living in those kinds of circumstances where we've just recently lost everything we have. And I'm not saying that their set of circumstances are more hard than anything that you are going through. Lots of people go through very hard things. Very hard things for them may not be very hard things for me. But I promise you that if you turn your heart to a place of thanksgiving, that everything about how those circumstances feel will start to change. There's a study that's been done. I don't have the exact research title. But it tells the story that if you are thankful, you tend to be happier. You tend to live longer. You tend to be at peace. And it's no surprise that the instruction that Paul gives us as the church today, the church in Thessalonica, the church that worships God, it's no surprise that his instruction to us would be an instruction that would be good for us. Because that is 
always God's intention. The things that God asks us to do, the things that God asks us to stay away from, the things that God asks us to participate in are always good things. And so, in two days, you'll gather with your family. Maybe as pastors prayed, it's only you who is coming together for your Thanksgiving dinner. Maybe everyone else in your family is gone. Maybe everyone else in your family has other plans. Maybe someone is serving in the military or has to work. But when you sit down to that dinner and you begin to give thanks, remember that it is not just you who is giving thanks this day. Even if you are sitting by yourself at a table, you are giving thanks with an entire nation of people who do not even understand that what they are doing is following God's will for them in Christ Jesus. Think about that for just a second. The people who sit down on Thursday, who don't know God, who don't make it a habit to follow Jesus, who don't spend any of their time even thinking about religious things, because that is more likely to be what most people are doing. They're just thanking. And even as they do, they're doing God's will. Now we celebrate Thanksgiving. And we celebrate it at the end of our church year, nearly the end of our church year. This, last, this coming Sunday will be the last Sunday of our current church year, and then we'll flip over to Advent and begin the new year. Anticipating. Waiting. Spending time in a holding pattern for several weeks as we expect the God who came near, the God who clothed himself in flesh and lived among us. So we end the year with thanksgiving as we look forward to the celebration of the Jesus who is God with us. I pray that as you and your family gather, as you spend your time celebrating this week, that you would think about all the wonder that is to come in the weeks to come. Maybe not about how big your credit card bill is going to be at the end of December, but more about how amazing it is that we celebrate Thanksgiving right before we celebrate the Advent. 
and think about how amazing it is that all of us sit down together, that all of us follow God's will on Thursday as we give thanks in our circumstances. I pray that as you celebrate together, you would know that the God who comes near is the God who celebrates with you as you give thanks.